Insta Immersion. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to I Am Talk. We have my good brother, Steve Fieros from Tri-City Equity Group. And just want to welcome you today. Um, thanks for coming down all the way from Pearl City. From Pearl City. Actually, wasn't all the way. <laughs> all the way. Yeah. I don't know if there's any traffic today, but no, it's just good to reconnect and just having uh, uh, just a recent um, God moment with with uh, bumping into your wife at at a Costco. It's just so good to see her, and it just reminded me of like, man, I gotta have you on the show to have Costco. to catch up to Costco, right? Just to catch up, but then also have a conversation about what God is doing in your life and uh, oh, just so many, so much change, right? We haven't yeah. seen each other since, since COVID or yeah. maybe like even before COVID, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, probably, yeah. And so I've seen, uh, you know, just at least from social media and, uh, you know, just hearsay that, that there's been some radical shifts in your profession, right? I know you have uh, just more than 10 years as a real estate agent and also doing other things within real estate, but what's been just the recent Maybe this hasn't been as recent as I think it is, but maybe it's been something that you've already been doing. But yeah, what's been going on um, kind of from your agent days? Uh, yeah, so uh, just a little bit of backstory for you know your audience and um, and maybe even you too, right? Sure, yeah, know, yeah. We'll We're just catching show. up, man. Yeah, yeah. It hasn't been that, that, I mean, it has been a while. It has, but, it yeah. has. Um, yeah, so, uh, so I started in real estate maybe about 15 years ago. Uh, now in Texas, right? So started off uh, doing acquisitions for a, a company that only dealt with like distressed property. Mm. So um, I actually never worked with like homeowners, like people looking to buy like a house for themselves. Yeah. Never doing what I call like retail sales. So um, they were all distressed property, distressed situations. Um, so we were always looking for opportunities to try to identify for investors. Um, and this was all, at this time it's all like flips, you know, like long-term rentals, that I'm kind sure. of stuff. Just some way where people could, you know, rehab a property, put it, put it back out either on the market to flip or, you know, to hold uh, under stable with equity. Absolutely. Right? So, uh, smart way to buy, smart time to buy, mm -hmm. anytime, right? It's always a good time <laughs> to own real estate. But, um, but yeah. So, uh, and this was back before kind of subprime meltdown and all that kind of stuff. So this is this is you know years ago. Um, so during that time, yeah. So at that time, that's kind of how I cut my teeth in real estate, and you know, learn how to look at property, learn like, okay, different components, different systems of, um, of property. But of course, when the market fell out, this is actually a really tough time. Yeah. Um, I remember like you first <laughs> getting back into the game, having done real estate for so many years in yeah. Texas, so then now transitioning to Hawaii and understanding the market over here. And what, what was that shift like for you? Well, I mean, just like, I, I actually, I always like to preface even like our, our journey here, like it was a total God thing. Like, um, now I've kind of learned a lot of lessons in terms of that financial uh, change that shifted in the market. It was a cycle, right? And the um, I've learned to not be like a one-trick pony, mm. like in terms. I, and, and I get like people that specialize, and that's great. Um, but learning how to be fluid and kind of shift with you know market dynamics and all that kind of yeah. stuff too, right? You want to you want to be able to pivot when the market deems that necessary. So, um, so yeah, so that time, you know, I had actually decided to step away from the business. Um, you know, business just got tough. Yeah. It was hard to kind of make ends meet. Um, so my wife and I both decided to go back to school and she was wanting to go to med school. So that's actually what brought us out here was, you know, uh, University of Hawaii, right? Had a program that she was interested in uh, to be able to kind of explore her career further, right? So, um, 
So we took it to prayer, and you know, even though people were discouraging us, you know, from coming out to Hawaii because it's super expensive, especially coming from Texas, right? Like Texas, <laughs> and, and Texas, fifteen years ago at that too, which is way less expensive. Different standards of living, right? <laughs> oh, drastic. totally. Yeah, totally, totally. So, um, so that was actually a big mental shift for me, um, especially because we never owned any property, right? Like I'd always been a renter, right? So that was, and we'll kind of touch on some more of that later, of right? But just kind of talking about my experience yes. as a, uh, I guess, in just my career. Um, so I stepped away from real estate for a couple of years. We came on an island, actually got rooted. That's when we met you, yes. of course, right? Pretty shortly after coming on an island too. So that's pretty awesome because it's this coming New Year's Day will be 12 years for us wow. on island. So no new, almost 12 years, which is pretty awesome. Um, and it's like that, right? Yes, yes. Um, but yeah, so coming out here, I was like, okay, well, yeah, I still had this kind of itch. I still I had Rich Dad Poor Dad when I was, you know. <laughs> That's in, the book, right? <laughs> yeah, when I was in Texas. And so, like, I had already understood, right? I had mm. been helping people to build their real estate portfolios. But in my mind, because I was a renter, right, and, like, right, right. I just saw my family always rent. Like, we never, mm. we were never ready to buy a property. So, um, in my mind, it's like, well, I can help you, you know, kind of build and establish what you want to do with your real estate goals and, and that kind of stuff. Um, it's like, okay, well, but I never saw that from me. So yeah. when we came out here, I was like, well, you know, Hey, nice price points. I'm just thinking from a mm. standpoint of like income and that yeah. kind of stuff. Like, all right, like, Hey, look, you know what? Let me try my hand again at real estate. Uh, but this time, let me go into the retail sales side. Yes. Since I didn't have an experience doing that, I had experience in real estate as a loan officer, as a, mm-hmm. as an agent. Um, so I went ahead, got my license out here, started again. And I, I'd say it took me a couple of years to really kind of, um, flesh that out where it's like, all right, like this end of the business is not my cup of tea mm. per se, right? So like, I mean, I could do it, um, but had kind of limited uh, success with that. It was yeah. more frustrating to me. It wasn't as enjoyable. Mm. Um, and I also, but I also came to understand like, gosh, you know, there's a huge need still. I still had this investor bent because that was my background in real estate. And I, I, I had come to understand, like, gosh, you know, there's not a lot of agents like working the retail side that yeah. actually even have an understanding of things on the investment side. That's it's literally so true. Yes. two sides of the coin. I'm like, well, you guys work in the business, but no semblance of an under, like, no understanding at all of the, the, um, like the investment side and like the wealth building side. Yeah. Which is like, well, hey, I just And that adds so much and, more credibility to an agent if they have that backing or if they have ownership or can testify for themselves what yeah. it is that they're selling and the benefits of that, right? Oh, for sure, totally. Um, so yeah, anyway, so that that um, that kind of transitioned me away from, uh, or, you know, spending several mm. years in frustration, I just had to come to the terms of like, all right, well, <laughs> I just have to be okay with this. It's something that I'm not great at. Yeah, uh, no, but I really, I see so, that as a, as a blessing actually yeah. in disguise too, right? Because one can kind of see that, oh, well, maybe it wasn't a sweet spot for you, but had you not dived into that, right. you know, and actually tried it out, you wouldn't have realized, hey, this is actually not for me and it's time to kind of make a pivot, right? Right. Yeah, so that kind of, you know, just to that point again, like this is what I kind of made mention of earlier, right? So it's like, okay, well, talking about that pivot, I was like, all right, well, um, kind of towards the tail end of my mm-hmm. retail sales uh, experience again out here, um, one of the companies that I used for property inspections, he just randomly reached out to me. He's like, hey, you know what? I don't know what I was, I was thinking about you. Um, it's a company um, that I had used for transactions. Well, okay, anytime, like if you guys, if your audience is not familiar, of course you buy a house, you want to sure. have an inspection done on that property inspection, and then they come out and just evaluate the property as a whole, you know, looking at all the major systems, components, that kind of good stuff. Um, 
So I had the, the, this company owner who I had, had done business with, and he was just like, hey, you know, I don't know if you know anybody that's interested in doing, you know, property inspections. I'm looking to bring on another inspector. Mm. Um, I actually thought about you, you know, but if you know anybody else, whatever. Um, so I was like, huh, okay, well, you know, I've used to look, I've seen thousands and thousands of houses, thousands <laughs> of properties uh, over my career, both do the retail sales here in Texas. Like, we would look at so much. Um, so I was like, okay, well, you know what? I might be interested in mm. that. And so I actually started making that transition, looking into what it would take to become a, an actual, uh, like a home inspector. Yes. And, um, and I'm sure there's a different, whole different kind of, uh, I oh, don't know yeah. if it's through licensing or through <laughs> education and just getting certified in that, in that respect. Yeah, yeah. So just, you know, looked into it and I was like, okay, well, this is, this is actually pretty interesting to me. Um, so like for your audience, right? Like I'm Spanish background, right? So like Fierros is the name. So um, <laughs> if, if you were like, if this was Spanish culture, like I don't remember how many times in, in Texas uh, with my last name, it's like, oh, like, like steel, like tool. And I'm like, yeah, like tools. Yeah. <laughs> my dad was actually a mechanic. Um, so I had always been really good with my hands. Ah, it's in the name. So it's in the it's name. It's in the name. Uh, Steve the tool man. No, no. Uh, I always always joke. It's like, oh, it's like Ferris, like 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 iron, like Stephen mm. Steel, you know, which is kind of that. But anyways, the, um, yeah, so I made that transition into uh, getting certified to become a, an inspector. And, uh, oh, man, within a few months, I'm like, this is great. Wow. I'm like, I get the face-to-face -face interaction with, you know, the clients. Uh, which I enjoy that. I got, mm -hmm. you know, I consider myself an introvert, but I love like the one-on-one -on -one connection. I love yeah. the one-on-one -on -one contact. I feel like that's... Um, and then when the inspection comes, you're already at a certain point in the sale, right? Where you're not having to do like a lot of the front end side, trying to get people into the door, right. you know, sell the property, but then they've already come to a certain place in the transaction, yeah. right? Where you can you know, have these inspections. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the it's still pretty early on, but again, yeah. it's not it's not a I'm not selling them on anything. Sure. An agent, you know, has taken care of that. Yeah. Um and I'm, you know, facilitating to help him to facilitate this part of the transaction. And then helping to talk with, you know, first time home buyers, with investors, I mean you name it. Yeah. Um and that's the part that I really enjoy. So I've been doing that the last several years now as a you know certified uh, home inspector. And um and even just having that stability in the income, that started to open up additional doors. Because nice. it's like, well, hey, when you've got a solid financial base underneath you, you can start exploring Opportunities become a lot more open, yeah, right? Exactly. So, um, yeah, so that helped to open up some additional doors. Um, we had sold a property that we had bought uh, uh, here in town. And um, that gave us capital to be able to work with. And so um, I met my partners at that time doing networking events, awesome. right? Like, you know, uh, uh, Bigger pockets, right? Like people are familiar with bigger pockets. <laughs> I love those guys. <laughs> um, but yeah, I met my first, or uh, met my partners through uh, meetups. And then, yeah, we, we, we had already started buying property at that point. We were doing short-term rental. We were doing long-term investing uh, on the mainland. Just small scale, though, uh, but looking to scale up. Sure, of course. Um, and then my partners were kind of along the same vein. And so um, we, everybody kind of wanted to make the shift into commercial, but... Commercial is a big step up compared to residential investing, uh, especially from uh, a resource standpoint. Uh, so we, you know, hooey together, mm -hmm. partnered together, and nice. then went and you know bought commercial property. And that's that's yeah, that's been a whole nother tale. Awesome. But, yeah. So is that the current <laughs> setup that you kind of have right now? Is being an inspector as kind of being your bread and butter, but yeah. now having investments and as an investor, real estate investor, you've been able to um, kind of bring in additional passive income, mm -hmm. right? Through through a different types of investments and 
Um, and so how has this, you know, being able to get your first property mm -hmm. given you, of course, appreciation in Hawaii yep. is awesome. Yep. And then having um, equity, right, to, to be able to pour into um, other things. How did you know what to get into um, given, yeah, you've probably had a good good uh, appreciation with your first property yep. and then you probably also wanting to get your own home for you and your family but then usually like what's the what's the route that somebody would go from there and yeah what's the easiest way to kind of get in and and because Hawaii is a very tough market sure. in itself right so even to do investments cash flowing investments yeah. at that in Hawaii it's almost nearly I mean it's possible but it's difficult right, very right? Difficult. yeah yeah so one of the and then you know again shout out to bigger pockets uh, some of you, you know, you, I'm sure you're familiar with some of our other, <laughs> some of our other listeners, or, you know, your viewers may not be familiar. Uh, so they, they introduced uh, a strategy to me called a house hack, mm. right? Where you can, all right, well, um, hey, you know what? I live in the primary portion of the house, but maybe I ran out of bedroom, right? Or, oh, we do a garage conversion or yeah. something. Such a lines. smart move, right? Yeah. Some way to kind of share your existing home uh, and be able to generate income. Yes. Because again, you know, like we're drinking coffee, or I'm drinking coffee this morning. Um, <laughs> I already had mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is my turtle over there. But the, um, yeah, I think you, when you hear kind of most like financial advice, all right, well, skip the Starbucks, you know, and it's like, okay, well, yeah, but you, you know, how many coffees that really in a month are you drinking? I mean, maybe some people, like that's maybe a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, if they're maybe, the coffee if they're fanatic, right? Every day. Right, right, right. Uh, drinking specialty coffees and whatever. Mm. Um, but to me, that that's not, you know, that doesn't really move the needle for most people. I mean, it yeah. can. You might save a couple hundred bucks here and there, right. but it's not going to be substantial enough right, to right, say, right, hey, right. I can start investing, right? Yeah, exactly. So, um, so yeah, but if, if you kind of flip that and you're like, all right, well, what's the biggest expense that I have, like in my budget? If mm -hmm. you're just sitting down and you're looking at all your expenses, what's the biggest expense? And it's like, well, for the vast majority of people, it's their housing expense. Yes, mortgage. Yeah, yeah, mortgage, rent, whatever. So it's like, well, if you can take care of that expense, mm. man, now all of a sudden oh you gosh. have, wow, what kind of doors is that open, yeah. right? Now you can actually have a lot of disposable income uh, to be able to go and do something with. Oh my gosh, just right. a few thousand bucks a month extra, right? Oh yeah. Can go a long, long, long way. Absolutely, absolutely. So. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what that's what we started doing was all right. Well, we know, hey, we want to find a property that we can do this mm -hmm. with, multi generational setup, you know, multifamily setup uh, on a smaller scale, and, and so that's what we did. Um, and so we were able to rent out. Uh, well, actually, we created that opportunity. We identified. I was so used to looking at tax records, tax rolls sure. um, from my previous experience um, as an you know looking at distressed property. I was like, all right, well, I identified a property that was, um, on, it was a single family house being marketed as such, but on the tax record, it was a duplex. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, but they were marketing it as a single family. And I was like, Hmm, I'm like, okay, well there's opportunity here. We can put a sink here. We can put a, you know, too. Like, <laughs> and so that's what we ended up doing. We bought the house, we split the house in half, so smart. re, you know, organize it as a duplex that it was and uh, started renting out the back portion of the property. And so that freed up all of our wow. monthly housing expense and then some. And then did you act as your own property manager too? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, because we're on site. Yeah, because you're right there, right? It just makes it so much easier. Sure. Um, and again, another, another part of the skill set, right? You got to develop different aspects. Um, but yeah, so that freed up that income to be able to go do something else with. Yeah. Um, and then we had still had gain from the first property that we bought and talking about that appreciation that you mentioned. Mm -hmm. And, um, so yeah, that, that was, 
to me, I always that hey, that's a great way for people to get started who aren't thinking. All right, well, I, you know, I can't buy a whole nother problem. Okay, yeah, you're not there yet. That's fine. How about you take what you got? Mm. You know, and even if it's just a house that you're renting, hey, can you sublet a room? Is that something that you could do? You know, and I get personal space and all that kind of stuff, but sometimes you need to look past that short-term discomfort yeah. to think long-term gain. And so, um, yeah, we've used that to kind of snowball yes. uh, up to 527 properties. Oh, 526. Oh my gosh. In uh, <laughs> a relatively short period of time. So, wow. Um, and then these are all properties that you guys own or are you like part owner or like yeah, how, so part how owner. Yep, yep, yep. So, um, so we we have a partnership, Tri City Equity Group. Um, that was a company that we founded with uh, my partners met, meeting through networking events. Um, so we do uh, multifamily acquisition around the country. Mm -hmm. uh, so we currently we personally own property in seven different states, six states with our partnership. Um, some in what they call JV joint venture, and others um, as what the, uh, what's known as like syndications. So we have like a part interest in yeah. all of these different properties. Wow. Um, and multifamily, the valuation increases of multifamily, the commercial property is just <laughs> unreal. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, I, have to, um, I have to ask you, Steve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As, no, no, this is so good. <laughs> um, as an investor yeah. myself, I get asked all the time whether people want to give me money to put into an investment. Um, that they can, that we can hooey on together, mm -hmm. or um, they'll ask me saying, "Hey, I have a rehab project that I'm working on, and um, could you um, invest some money into this, and we'll give you a percentage or whatnot." But my hesitation, usually, especially with friends, sure. where where um, I'm very hesitant to jump into these uh, transactions um, with them because for me, friendship is priority, and if something goes wrong, and I've just seen so many cases mm -hmm. where. You know, just money and everything related to money just destroys the best of friendships. How would a setup like, um, you know, what you guys are doing with the mm -hmm. multifamily, um, how is that a little bit more secure than actually yep. kind of partnering with somebody like, hey, Steve, let's, let's me sure. and you go on something yeah. Uh, together? Yeah, the nice thing is, is with stepping into like the commercial side, mm -hmm. uh, we actually have, we put together what they call a syndication, right? So we actually hire, we have an SEC attorney. Uh, they're we're, they're create, actually creating a legal offering, yeah. um, and we can effectively sell shares to whatever investors that we have. Mm -hmm. So there's a couple of different types to do it, and you know without kind of getting in the weeds with that, um, some ways that are meant for what they call accredited investors, right? Like very high net worth individuals, um, and other it's it's almost like all right, you are we already have a pre-existing relationship, um, friends, family, that kind of I'm stuff. Sure. But we want to all get better together. We want to grow our financial, mm -hmm. you know, uh, establishment, right, and and you know our net worth and all that kind of stuff together. So we can do that, um, and then we're actually doing it legally like of that. Course. So there's yeah. ramifications mm. uh, for the way that we go about it. Um, and really and truly, this is the most secure. It's this is the way to do it. Um, that way, every, you know, all the T's are crossed, all the I's are mm. dotted. Um, it's a legit, you know, offering. It's a security. Um, that's created and, and, you know, we op operate and manage the, you know, the complex. Absolutely. So, yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, huge wealth building opportunity for these complexes that mm -hmm. you guys find are, um, I'm sure there's a huge range of t different types of investments or mm -hmm. some flips or some kind of more, maybe they're um, already kind of going and people can just kind of come alongside and invest um, some capital. Um, sure. but what's the kind of range that, of investments that you guys offer regarding uh, multifamily setups? Yeah, so I mean, most of it is, um, these are all like B and C class uh, properties, yeah. right? So not like, uh, and 
because I know some people are not kind of familiar with that, like A class, B class, C class, mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. D, um, like A class would be like newest, latest, and greatest, yeah. like different income property, brackets, right? right? It's like a, you know, sure, uh, new properties, lots of kind of amenities, luxuries, that kind of, of stuff. Of course, yeah. Um, and then the older they get, they'll kind of fall mm -hmm. down the ladder a little bit. Uh, B class, B and C class are more kind of workforce type housing. Sure, yeah. Um, it's the kind of stuff that they really don't make anymore because it's not as profitable to developers, which sure. is, you know, unfortunately that's that's just the case. So, mm -hmm. um, so that leaves this market um, where people or investors right. are buying those opportunities that are already on the market. Absolutely. So, because um, again, they don't make these type of properties. So, I mean, we've seen properties that are, you know, hundred years old. Yeah. Uh, because again, they don't make that kind of stuff. Yes, yes. Uh, now and we don't, typically don't buy that stuff that old, but. Yeah, uh, no, I remember when somebody was once explaining um, just that breakdown of the classes um, my initial reaction was like, oh, these, you know, some of the properties that I'm looking at, they seem a little bit more distressed or, mm -hmm. or maybe they're not the ideal places where I would want to live. Yeah. But then um, I was just reminded where it's like, well, you know, even though it's not your home, it's somebody else's home that they consider their humble abode and that they're working, you know, their hardest to be able to put yeah. a roof over their heads. And so for, for us being able to actually contribute, this is actually helping them able to, you know, be able to find housing yeah. and, you know, have that place of security for themselves. Yeah. Like I said, growing up as a renter, like these are the kind of properties that I lived in yeah. growing up. Right. You had to start in these, somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. I lived in these apartments, you know, that are just, you know, blue collar and, mm -hmm. you know, uh, just, I mean, it's not even necessarily that. It's just like, all right, like, hey, I'm at this position in my life. Yeah. Whatever. This um, is just the season. This is just the stage. Can but. Be. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, our goal is to provide, you know, hey, safe, clean, uh, you know, housing for, you know, all of our uh, residents that may be in those mm -hmm. specific areas. So, yeah. And it's been an awesome journey, a huge learning experience because there's a learning curve again, uh, with anything new, um, has been pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, but it's, it's been game changing. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, so doing that, uh, we also do short term rentals as well. So like vacation markets, um, we have some property in, in, uh, kind of, mm. uh, uh, North Georgia at the moment, and we'll be looking at different coastal areas yeah. as well. So in the future, absolutely. Um, I'm sure you so, guys are um, always trying to seek fellow new investors that can kind of come into your guys who we or your guys team to be able to, um, partner together in mm -hmm. future investments. Um, and I'm sure there's also a, a, a pretty good vetting process in terms of what you're looking for, mm -hmm. uh, for people that can provide um, that steadiness, right, sure. towards your next investment. And yeah. um, is there, um, what are those things that you're looking for in terms of, uh, yeah, new people that want to say, hey, I want to get in the game. Mm -hmm. um, I want to be a part of uh, uh, this next multifamily um, property rental or whatever it is, um, what are the requirements and so forth? Yeah, I mean, again, without getting too, too much in the weeds, uh, and I'll definitely, uh, I'm sure Alex can point, you know, we'll put some stuff in the Absolutely, show notes so you yes. guys can check out. But the, um, uh, again, without getting too involved, um, usually, again, this is why you want to network, right? Because just because of the way that there's, uh, we have to structure certain deals, like you kind of have to, if you're not at a, what they call an accredited investor, so already high net worth individual, high yes. income, you know, high uh, amount of assets. Probably not the best place to... Um, I mean, it, you know, it, it's, the certain offerings can only go to those people. Yes, right? yes. So, um, but otherwise, like if you, you know, are, again, I would always encourage everybody, like go meet some people who mm -hmm. are just wanting to get them, get better, right? Yeah. So, because um, again, once you meet the right, contacts you meet the right people you know again like you and i as friends i can offer you know or mm -hmm. hey you, you alex you see you know we've got this property that we're going 
or we've the, you know we put together and this is the this is the offering I can kind of go over that with you yes. if I don't know you I can't do that I can't just solicit and that, we got to talk after our, uh, that kind of stuff. after yeah, interview yeah. we got to set up a meeting <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah uh, so um, but I mean it's just a great way to kind of network with people get to know people and you know that opens up doors it really does um, but in terms of let's say because not everything has to be on the commercial side too so mm. you know again like there's just like you mentioned, I have got friends, I know people like, hey, can I partner with you? I see that you're doing yeah. stuff. Um, how can I do that with you, right? So there's a bunch of different avenues. And that's actually one thing I love about real estate. Mm. And my time in real estate, my career in real estate, man, there's like, there's a million and one yeah, different options. no one formula to say you have to do it no. this way, but you can explore any avenue, yeah. any route, right? Yeah, You get yeah. so creative with it. No, that's, it's, that's huge. Um, and that's the great thing is it's like, yeah, I mean, saying right there's no one way to skin a cat i don't know why would anybody would skin a cat. Anyways, <laughs> the, yeah. <laughs> it's always thought that was a strange thing but um but yeah i mean you can again my whole deal is like we had kids and i start thinking like generationally you know you just kind of get to this different stage in your life yes um and also too like we kind of a, we share the faith background um me too like I, like all right like i want to leave a blessing for like my children's children mm. right and so i you know i've i at a certain point i started to think all right well there's, I need to do more than what I'm doing now, right? Yeah. So uh, building that si that solid financial platform uh, and, be, and to be able to provide opportunity for others because, mm. you know, I'll be honest with you, like, again, unless you are, let's say, an accredited investor, kind of who we're talking about, right? Like somebody who already has a high net worth, has a really high income. Yes. You're not, you just don't see opportunities like this. Mm. You really don't. You don't have exposure because that's not the circles that you're in. You're, it's a big part of the business is, it's already meant for the people that are already operating in this space. Right, right. Right. Um, so the, the kind of the access point is not so obvious. Mm. Um, you really have to be kind of diving in. And so, um, so that's what gets me excited, which is we can be able to provide that opportunity for other people yeah. um, and to provide them options to be able to get into real mm -hmm. estate, to be able to start building generational wealth, right? Like, I, I don't remember the statistics, but it's like, oh, average net worth of, let's say, a renter, mm versus a homeowner and, and i think that the average renter was like like six thousand dollars like something you know really low mm -hmm. um versus the average homeowner which is sure. like over two hundred thousand dollars yeah and it's like maybe two hundred fifty thousand dollars or something it's like well that's a massive it's a massive gap mm -hmm. and i'm like well if i would have stayed with that limited mindset of like because for the longest time i was like well owning you know, owning property, owning a house, like that's for other people. That's not for me. Mm. Um, and that was a lie that I bought into yeah. for a long time. Um, but having to start kind of understanding who, you know, God created me to be and my specific call, I'm not saying it's for everybody, um, but my specific call, I've always felt a call to the marketplace. Absolutely. All right. And so, um, and that's, hey, asking God, like, all right, what does that look like? I, you know, and it's like, all right, well, I love how he's very patient with us. Uh, and it's always about the journey and it's mm -hmm. always like, you know, having kids to me, um, has shown, given me a better vantage point of how he sees us. You know, I see my, I have two daughters, right? I see my girls like, okay, when you're teaching them to, to walk, it's like, all right, let's just take a step. I know that you can do it. You don't know it yet. Mm. And so it's like, I know what's possible for you, at least in this moment, mm -hmm. right? Physically possible. Um, but you don't realize it yet. And so like, I'm here to encourage you and, and you know, like, come on, come on, just take the next step. And so like, I see, I see things as uh, that's how he relates to us. And so yeah. 
Uh, this Steve, is a super exciting journey. So sorry to cut you off, but no. we're down to our last few yep. minutes, and I want to give you at least 30, 45 seconds, just um, if you could address the camera sure. and friend, if you have a message, if there's something you want to promote, but this is just your time to shine. Yeah, no, absolutely. And so I really appreciate you for uh, having me on the show, Alex. Uh, so yeah, so for all those people, of course, that want to uh, get to know more about, you know, our company, what we're doing, uh, you can go to, to tricityequity.com. Uh, we also have a local meetup, Honolulu Multifamily and more, so you can definitely check that out. It's a Facebook group, uh, but we do local networking events. Um, and I would just encourage, you know, all of your listeners, all your people, again, my journey is my journey. You know, your journey is your journey, of course, and, and God's going to speak to you and do um, what he needs to do with you. Uh, but I would just encourage you guys to be open, for one, uh, especially to things that you haven't considered before. Uh, go out and take action. Um, because there's, there's, there's always a call in our lives uh, to do for other people and for ourselves. Uh, so that's a nice side benefit of that. But that's, yeah, that's my biggest encouragement is go out, take action, get out of your comfort zone um, and go out and, you know, do something because you have a specific call in your life. So let's, let's, let's make sure, and I'm praying that, so awesome. that, uh, that God uh, makes that happen and helps you, you know, guides you uh, down that down that journey. Awesome, Steve. Just want to thank you so much just for taking the time to come on the show and just I feel like this is just the start just of start. just many conversations that will happen with you guys. So be sure to contact Steve Furos from Tri City Equity, and we'll be sure to leave his information in the description box below. But I'm I'm excited to set my one-on-one -on -one appointment with you <laughs> so I could diversify my own portfolio. But that's all the time that we have for today on I Am Talk, and just want to thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you next time. I would love to thank you for hanging out with us here on I Am Talk. Hit the subscribe button to stay in tune with our channel. Oh, and don't forget to tap that bell icon to get notifications on the latest episodes coming your way. We're always looking for the next guests to talk story with here on I Am Talk. So if you just shoot me an email at alex at instantmersion.com, I'll be sure to shoot a guest application your way. Well guys, it's all for now. Until our next episode of I Am Talk, this is Alex and I'm out. Peace.